Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. This is the KZYX News for Tuesday, July 20th. I'm Sarah Reith. Redwood Valley is still sorting through the aftermath of the broiler fire, from the lack of notifications to the power and water it took to fight the fire to rethinking fuel management strategies. Flow Cannabis Company President Jerome Fawson issued a statement saying the July 7th fire, quote, originated on our property after the blades of a mower operated by our employee struck rock, causing a spark. The company has not responded to requests for further comment. The lack of notifications during the incident was a serious problem. Chris Boyd, who chaired last week's meeting of the Redwood Valley Municipal Advisory Council, reported that even though she signed up with multiple alert systems, she didn't hear from any of them about the fire that burned more than 80 acres and destroyed three homes. I was um, looking at the smoke, not wanting to drive out to the area, but wondering if, based on the way the wind was blowing, the 101 South or East Road South might have been blocked and impeded any evacuation to the South. So I would have found it beneficial to get some kind of an update on that. At last week's Board of Supervisors meeting, Brent Blazer, the Emergency Services Coordinator at the County's Office of Emergency Services, responded to questions from Supervisor Ted Williams about the inadequate notifications. There were no changes procedurally, policy-wise, in the last five years, uh, nor does it take additional registration. So um, in addition to sirens and door-to-door efforts, staff issued six notifications utilizing various Everbridge products. These products ranged from our warning, evacuation order, and then repopulation announcements. Delivery methods included text and phone calls to users' primary, secondary, home, work, and Everbridge Nixle applications. Each message was geo-targeted and delivered to no less than 627 contacts. That's the least amount of contacts. Additionally, the Sheriff's Public Information Officer posted seven Twitter updates, six Facebook posts, and multiple staff participated in various media interviews. Overall, the staff used this, utilized the same pr- procedures that they've been using it's over the last five years since adopting the Everbridge Bridge products. Yeah, I, I believe we sent out six, but if they didn't get it, we have a problem that needs to be corrected. I mean, there's some that are county employees. One county employee basically had the fire in her backyard and no notifications of any sort. Redwood Valley was hit hard this month. Tom Shoneman, a board member at the Redwood Valley County Water District, reported that the district lost a lot of water on July 7th. One unknown quantity to fighting the fire, and another to a line that was damaged during work on the infrastructure project. He's expecting quite a power bill for pumping water from the lake back into the storage facility, too. We got a tank that holds about a million gallons of water over at the plant. When it's roughly full, it's at 22 feet, got down to 12 feet. So that that uh, triggered pulling water in from the lake and running it through our plant, which is very expensive, but we had to get those tanks back up, which they are. Shoneman doesn't know yet how much water and power were used during the fire or if the water district will seek compensation from Flow Cannabis Company. But Adam Gaska, a volunteer firefighter with the Redwood Valley Capella Fire Department, was outspoken in his call for another swift response. In a letter sent to the Mendocino County Fire Safe Council, the Board of Supervisors, and posted on social media, he called for Amanda Ryman, the company's vice president of community development, to step down from her seat on the Fire Safe Council board. He wrote that after the incident a few days ago, it's obvious that the purpose and mission of the Fire Safe Council isn't carried through into the culture of the company she works for. 
and that Flocana seemingly didn't have an employee fire safety plan or training. In a brief interview, Joe Zickerman, the president of the Fire Safe Council board, described Ryman as a solid contributor to the organization and said the board had no interest in having her relinquish her position. Ruthie King is a contract grazer who put her sheep to work on 46 acres of Flow Cannabis Company land in 2019. She liked what she heard about the company's commitment to regenerative agriculture and expanded her flock, expecting the sheep to keep nibbling away at the year's worth of accumulated fuels. But early last year, she learned that the company planned to use mechanical means instead. She knows what she wants from her former client and other landowners in the neighborhood. Redwood Valley has been so traumatized by fire in the past few years, it just it just felt unfair. And I was angry at the choices that had been made that Flocana made as landowners in our area to cut costs and to, you know, take shortcuts and to sacrifice, uh, sacrifice the values that they once had of being a good neighbor and being a good community member. And so my first, that was my first initial reaction was I was really angry. Um, and I was thinking, well, what is my ask? You know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to make a statement and, and be angry, I need to ask for something. And so I came to the conclusion that what I'd really like to see, if they're going to continue being in this community and continue being landowners, I want to see a renewed commitment like they originally had to really support in a deep, real way, this community. Big takeaway that I have is that I'm hoping that other landowners who have fuels on their land, grasslands, woodlands, brush, are thinking now about their responsibility to manage that and to think about all the different ways that that can be done. Cultural burning practices, grazing is an amazing tool that people could learn about and use on their land. Um, And if you are gonna resort to mechanical fuels reduction, really understanding what those tools require. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.